Once upon a time, Kimberly was just going through the motions. Every once in a while, she'd find some happiness, but it quickly faded. She chased every possible way to make money because she thought money was the key to getting the happiness she longed for. Then, one day, she decided she was worthy enough to try a different path. It led her through the dark cave of fear, past the forest of doubts, and to the village of vulnerability. With each step, she trusted herself more. She asked for what she really wanted, and she started to get it. More happiness, more love, and yes, more money. Welcome to the next chapter of Kimberly's Manifesting Success Story. Hello and welcome to this episode. This is the third installment of this chapter of Kimberly's Manifesting Success Story, which we are recording on April 11th, 2022. I am your host, Cassie Parks. I'm here with Abundance Facilitator, Kimberly Height. Welcome, Kimberly. I'm so excited for today's topic. <laughs> Me too. I love our interviews. <laughs> Need to. So today we're talking about becoming worthy of manifesting what you want. And we're just going to jump into it. So Kimberly, when you started in the Enchanted Circle at Enchanted Life University, what did you want? I just wanted more money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, I just wanted more money. More money was the answer to everything. Yes. And did you, um, did you have to grow into being worthy of that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be a big hell yeah. Um, because I wanted more money, but I also didn't feel worthy of having more money. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I put a ceiling on what I was worthy of. Yeah. What are some of the ways that you grew into having more money or being worthy of having more money? Um. Interesting that it started with changing my money story. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I had to, taking a future self workshop to help with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, I feel like there's layers to becoming and feeling worthy of what you want. Uh, It's also, I think now, that I recognize it's a choice and it takes practice. Yeah. Tell us about how being worthy is a choice. Um, Because I could tell the story that I'm not worthy of this amazing life that I've created. Um, Or I can tell the story that, um, hell yeah, I'm worthy of this amazing life I created. And I'm worthy because I am. I don't have to justify it anymore of why I'm worthy. Before I would have had to justify why I thought or felt I was worthy to have what I wanted. Yeah. Huge difference. There is. And this even came up recently, right? With Mm -hmm. stepping into being a coach and having the space to grow into that. Um, There was some worthiness about, you know, trying to push an income and, uh, you know, which is, 
so interesting when you look at it because you know what's coming. It's just time, right? But often if we don't feel worthy, we want to push something to happen faster. Yeah. And for me, it was, I didn't recognize it at first because I thought I felt worthy because Mm -hmm. I've been practicing that. I've been choosing that. Um, And then having like, I don't want this to be a story, but it's just a fact that I don't have that steady income coming in. Mm -hmm. And for me before there was an attachment to I'm worthy because I have a steady income. Yes. So it was a new, a new space, which I created, which I didn't honor and own that, that I created the space to, you know, become a coach and step into being a coach and building my creativity and all those things. I created this, Mm -hmm. but I hadn't owned it yet. And so some of my old story popped up that, oh, I don't have an income. And it kind of sent me in this, because I chose to go there, kind of went down a little spiral of not feeling worthy of what I created. Mm -hmm. I was choosing a story that I didn't want to be true. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Which is so interesting because all of those were conscious, right? Like it wasn't like, Mm -hmm. oh, I just made a choice to not go get an income. It was, I wanted to, what you're saying, and you said it, I just want to highlight this for listeners. You created a space to give you the time to build a coaching practice, to build up clients in the way that we're doing it, which is very simple and is over time because it's not a pushing and a forcing way of doing it, right? It's a very set out, like it's going to take this amount of time and then it's going to take this amount of time for the next level and this amount of time. And you created that space and you wanted to be creative and give, you know, the space for inspiration to take place on your art instead of going and spending all this time, you know, and an income, you want to be building basically an income for the future. Yes. Yeah. Love that. Um, And not recognizing that was like just so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Not, you know, all of a sudden not feeling worthy of what we've created, I think happens a lot for manifestors. And then if you don't have somebody to catch you or catch that spiral, that's where you get off because it was exactly what you created. It wasn't like, oh, I created, you know, losing my income and nothing working (laughs) out. It was like, no, I I made a choice. I made a choice to create this life. I made a choice to have space without an income now or a steady income. You still have income coming in, but, you know, different ways. And you have, um, but that, you know, every two weeks isn't what's happening right now. Um, You created that space because you wanted that space and you wanted that space to grow as an artist and a coach, which might not have been as feasible you know, if you were going to a job eight to five every day. Yeah. Would not have been possible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. yeah. So what are you, you know, currently um, in the next five years manifesting? What what are you manifesting in the next five years? Uh, Oh, a hundred clients. Yes. (laughs) A hundred thousand and it's funny that you say that because I, I'm going to manifest also a hundred thousand dollars in my creativity. That number just popped in that it's, I'm doing both. 
Yeah. And, but what I really created is, or what I am creating is freedom to do what I want when I want. <laughs> yes. Um, it's just so freedom to do what I want when I want is a thing that I think trips manifestors up. Have, how is being worthy of what you want? We touched on this a little bit. How has it come up in terms of that? Well, I used to think that um, I had to work really, really hard Mm -hmm. in order to justify having freedom to do what I want. Um, Now it's like, wow, I'm really proud. (laughs) I, I have created this space to step into being a coach and an artist, which is then creating the freedom that I want and the money will just follow. Like I don't have Mm -hmm. to to do anything. I just have to, I get to get to be me and do what I love. Mm -hmm. I, that I'm going to have, that's going to have to sink in. I think like, I don't, I didn't recognize that until just now. Yeah. But I created that freedom. Yeah. You already have it. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. I do. Yes, I do. I already have the freedom. (laughs) Mm -hmm. See, and that's why you need a coach. (laughs) Go ahead. Say why. Yeah. Because I don't always recognize that I've created what I wanted to create. And when I start to spiral, I mean, Cassie calls me out on my shit. And she also catches me when like the whole worthiness thing and the income thing. I remember we need to have a conversation Mm -hmm. and I could have spent weeks or months spiraling, but because I have a coach and she knows where I'm going and she can see the spirals and hear the stories that I tell, she can catch me so that I can choose a different story now Mm -hmm. versus six months down the road. Yeah, because that new story now impacts the next six months, right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you're you're creating towards what you want or you're creating in a spiral, which is the things that you don't want telling your stories and or this is what's tricky because for you, it's like, oh, I want to manifest an income. And I'm like, you're already manifesting an income, right? But when we, when you get in that, if you were on your own or there was no one to catch that, you start going down and playing the manifesting game, like doing the manifesting things with an income, which is in opposition to what you want. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's not an opposite, but the way that you would have gone about getting it, right. You could have gone and got, update the resume, go find all these jobs, do all this, which is not what you want but you would have used your manifesting tools and it's a 50, 50 shot from my experience. Like that could have worked. You could have manifested a job or you could have manifested not a job because it wasn't really what you wanted. And you'd already set this. You probably wouldn't have actually, because you put so much energy and so much creation into the life that you want, that it probably would have been nearly impossible to go get a job 
Um, now if that doesn't mean that some income opportunity or some, you know, big, oh, you could do this for so long and kind of a burst of cash to support won't show up. But when you, if you went and tried to manifest a job, it would be in direct opposition to everything that you've been putting your energy towards for a year, that future life, that freedom, all of that. And so it, it really probably wouldn't have worked out very well. <laughs> and actually I laughed because, um, I had applied to a job a while ago. I never mm-hmm. got a phone call and I was overqualified. <laughs> <laughs> and even Joshua applied. Um, it was a fast food restaurant and they sent him a no thank you email. It's <laughs> 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 uh, so funny. funny. Yeah, I love that. Um, all right. So there is a story that um, there's a blog post about it, but I want you to tell the story of where you're recently very proud of yourself. Oh, um, I've written a couple blog posts. Um, was that the rabbit hole one? The, you didn't react in a mama bear way. Oh, yeah. Um, so I as a mom, I, I like, I carried it like a badge of honor being a mama bear. Like you don't mess with my children. I mean, like that was, that was a mantra. Like I've said it for 46 years until just recently. Um, well, I guess I've only been a mom for 22 years, but that's okay. <laughs> like, she does um, look very young to have 46 year old children. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> um, but I, I, I got a phone call and, um, I just, I instantly went to the mama bear mode because that was familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had 15 minutes driving from home to where I was going. And I had called my mom and cause I just, I knew I needed to feel my feelings before I got to my destination. And I didn't know in the moment why I just knew I needed to feel them. Um, and by the time I got there, I was calm, full, collected. Because you felt in. your feelings on the way, right? Yes, you just want to make sure that that yes, gets hurt. I felt yeah. my feelings. Yeah. I, I cussed, I ranted, I raved, I cried. I mean, all the things. Um, and then when I got there, I walked in very calm. I asked one question and then I stood there quietly. And I just had this, I'll call it an inner knowing, but I trusted that it was all going to work out. And... I didn't have to say anything. I didn't have to come in like a raging bull in a China shop. Um, it all worked out. And I just, and I knew in that moment that I don't have to show up as a mama bear. I can show up calm, cool and collected and things can still work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really proud of myself because that was the first time in my life that I didn't show up ready for battle in the way that I used to. Yeah. I showed up as the woman I always wanted to be. And that was a very proud moment. That's amazing. Um, And what I want to point out about this is very often when we're not getting our self-worth or worthiness from ourselves, right? We're not because when we're not worthy because we are, or we're not feeding our own self-worth that mama bear being a mama bear. And you said it like it was a badge of honor, but it was also probably fueling 
a lot of your self-worth and your worthiness throughout your life, right? And I'm not even sure what the question is, but I know what I want to talk about is how you couldn't have not shown up as the mama bear if you hadn't been becoming worthy just because you are. And I just had a flash of, even when I was in high school or grade school, I was the one who came to like, I call it the underdogs defense. Mm -hmm. And I would come in as a raging bull because it made me feel good, but it's because I was protecting or defending somebody else. And also we talked about me being a coach before a life coach yeah, fixing things and people telling me their life story at the grocery store that fueled me feeling worthy. And now I don't, I don't have to do all those things anymore. I can just be worthy. Yes, 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 yes. That is amazing. And freedom because, you know, highlight you and I know this, but I want to highlight it for the listeners. So they don't miss it. You know, when you, when your worthiness is coming from mama bear, your worthiness is coming from the stranger telling you their whole awful life story at the grocery store and you come telling them it'll be okay or coming to the underdog's rescue, you have to continually manifest those opportunities in order to feel good. And that can get exhausting. Very. You know, but yet it's this trap because if you, if you don't feel worthy outside of those events, you have to keep creating those events in order to feel worthy and to feel worthy of life. And, you know, when it crosses that threshold where it starts to become exhausting and draining, it's, I mean, it's a dangerous place to be because the more exhausted you get, the more you need to fuel your self-worth with that. And it just, it's a very slippery slope. And I never looked at it that way um, because I thought I was helping, but I also, I came to a point where it was exhausting to go out in public Mm -hmm. because I was manifesting people dumping all of their shit on me yeah, (laughs) and carrying it around just so that I could feel worthy. Yeah. That's hard work. That is and it hard was also, work. It was a hard pill to swallow that I was manifesting, taking on all this other stuff that I didn't need to, to feel worthy. Yeah. And then when I realized I didn't have to, it was like a huge sigh of relief. The weight of the world was lifted off my shoulders mm-hmm. and I could be worthy the easy way. Yeah. And it becomes, I think this is an easier question. Like with your kids, it all works out, right? Like they get, do they get a better or worse experience when you show up calm than when you show up mama bear? Um, I'm going to say they get a better experience. Um, because I would say I would kind of, I felt afterwards I showed up and I looked like an asshole. (laughs) for being a mama bear Mm -hmm. now they get this strong mother who walks in and supports them and loves them and knows that I've got their back and it'll all work out and we'll whatever comes our way it's going to be okay the solution is there and I don't have to come in looking like the a-hole again (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and I think when you come in like the raging bull 
you're not open to solutions, mm-hmm. right? Because the only solution is I'm a raging bull. Like there, it's not beyond the moment solution, right? right? And so feeling supported and like there's an answer and a calm answer um, allows them to grow past that moment and experience good things past that moment instead of just, you know, oh, my mom will come in and scream and yell for me. Yeah, and I also just realized too that when you come in as the raging bull or the mama bear, you're you're creating and manifesting friction, yeah, complications. Yes, you are not the solution you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it because I have to support the mama bear story. Mm-hmm. I have to create this dysfunction or this outcome that I don't want, so that I can battle or fight for my children. Right. But when I walk in calm, cool, and collected, the solutions are easy. They just show up. I don't have to do anything extra. I'm creating a different outcome. Yes. And you have to feel worthy of creating that outcome, right? In order to get that. Yeah. I love that. Um, Always good stuff, Cass. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I know the answer to this, but I want to ask it anyway. Do you think being proud of yourself increases your self-worth and feeling worthy of what you are manifesting? I think so for me. Yes. Yeah. Cause I, like I don't that. think I, I don't, I didn't realize this, but I didn't truly, when I would say that I was a good mom, I didn't necessarily always believe I was a good mom. Mm. Um, so saying it was almost like I was trying to convince myself, mm-hmm. but being proud of myself with no explanation, I believe it now. And yeah, I definitely think it goes in with feeling worthy. Yeah. I am a good mom just because I am. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, and, um, and all the other things. And life. all the other <laughs> things, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And you had a question that ties into this that you wanted to ask me. Um, anything else you want to talk about with your story before we go into that question? No, I just, good stuff. Things I didn't, I love the interviews because you see things from a different standpoint. Like, mm-hmm. like I get it, but sometimes I get it even more. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's why we do them. Yeah. So yeah. what question did you have for me about self-worth and manifesting <sighs> up-leveling? Yeah. So, um, and I, maybe, you know, the answer now. Yeah. I think that, I think that, uh, I wanted to ask is like, if, as you up level, does feeling worthy, just, you just automatically feel it or does, is it continually being up leveled? Um, and I, I think the answer is yes, because it just goes on a deeper level. And Mm -hmm. I think if I want to continue to grow and be more of who I want to be, and manifest that yeah it being worthy is going to come up each time I up level it's just going to be deeper mm-hmm. and I think now also that it's it's not as spread out in feeling worthy mm-hmm. it happens quicker versus how it used to happen when I first started absolutely <laughs> so is that a yes <laughs> yeah yeah it, it it continually because it's we continually got the, get the opportunity to say yes. And when we say yes to more, like we, um, you know, when you, my hitting coach, right. We'd always say like your bot, it's opposite and equal, opposite and equal. And so when you 
get this opportunity to say yes to more money, becoming a coach, living your dream, whatever that is. When you get that opportunity and you say yes, there's an equal equal and opposite reaction, which is on the other side, you have to expand and you have to say yes to, yes, I'm worthy of that, right? Equally, um, every time. You have to, I guess it's not totally opposite, but I think of it like sides of the body. Like we get this and the, the other part of the body has to come around, you know, they're, they're connected. When we say yes to something coming into our lives that we want, we also have to say yes to ourselves. I'm worthy to receive that. I'm worthy of living that. I, and I think sometimes I have questions just because I want to hear what your answer is. <laughs> I get it. That's how I would be. Yeah. I'm like, can you just confirm this for me? Like, am I on the right track? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you always say something that just really like makes it click. Mm-hmm. Like, I think sometimes we don't trust what our answers are. Mm-hmm. And so when you respond back, it's like, okay, that makes more sense. Like there was just that little piece that was missing that goes, ah, okay. Now I can accept that as yes, that's the answer. Yes. So thank you for always doing that. (laughs) My pleasure. Anything else on your heart or your mind that you want to share as we wrap up today? No, I am. No, this, the Enchanted Life University is, it's my home for until I, put me six feet under because this is the best place ever. And I'm going to continue to grow and expand and be more of the amazing worthy woman that I am. And thank you. you My pleasure. You are welcome. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Kimberly, for sharing this amazing chapter in your manifesting success story with us. Uh, If you're being called to join us at Enchanted Life University, you can get started um, first and pay after you manifest. Go to payafteryoumanifest.com or Enchanted Life U. And of course, you can have Kimberly as your coach and your abundance facilitator if that's what calls to you. Have a fabulous day and we'll see you next week. The telling of stories is so powerful, both to the person telling it and the person receiving it. Since 30,000 BC, we as humans have told stories to teach and guide. And now we, with Manifesting Success Stories, hope to inspire you to what is possible in your own life. If you want more Manifesting Success, go to moremanifestingsuccess.com where you'll find links to anything we've talked about on the show. Thank you for joining us today. And remember, you have the power to write your own happy ever after. Thank you.